This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I'm Aaron Sagers, and this is Talking Strange. Aloha, spooky nerds. Welcome to Talking Strange, a paranormal pop culture show with the Den and Geek Network. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and frankly, wherever you find your fine and favorite podcasts. I'm your host, journalist, author, researcher of weird things, Aaron Sagers, also from 28 Days Haunted on Netflix and Paranormal Caught on Camera, which is now airing its sixth season on Travel Channel and the Max streaming service, as well as the Discovery Plus streaming service. So I'm fresh off of San Diego Comic-Con. I was out there for a week. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I was joined by the Nerd Herd, and it was great getting back out there because I took a couple years off. I guess the whole world took a couple years off. And I was able to catch up with a lot of creative people and fellow spooky nerds and talk about upcoming projects, talk about movies, TV shows, all sorts of good stuff. Now, one of the people I was most excited to speak to was Justin Simeon, the director of the Haunted Mansion movie that opens on July 28th. Now, because of a deal, the Directors Guild negotiated with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. Justin was allowed to appear at San Diego Comic-Con to promote this film. Although his writing partner, Katie Dippold, could not join us because, of course, she is part of the WGA writer's strike. That's also why most actors were not able to attend the Comic-Con unless they were promoting a comic book or podcast or some sort of project that was not related to movies or TV shows. And I must say that we at Talking Strange... well. We, meaning me at Talking Strange, do support the Writers Guild and SAG-AFTRA, so they're fighting the good fight. Anyhow, inspired by the classic theme park attraction, Haunted Mansion is about a woman and her son who enlist a motley crew of so-called spiritual experts to help rid their home of supernatural squatters. The film is set in New Orleans at the Gracie Mansion, which we know from the Disneyland theme park, and it stars Lakeith Stanfield as a scientist with paranormal tech, Tiffany Haddish as a medium, Owen Wilson as a priest, Danny DeVito as a historian, Rosario Dawson as the mother to a character played by the excellent newcomer Chase W. Dillon. Also, Starring Jamie Lee Curtis as Madame Leota, Jared Leto as the Hatbox Ghost, and there are some other actors you might recognize in the film, such as Dan Levy and uh, Winona Ryder, even. Anyhow, the film is true to the spirit of the Haunted Mansion attraction, which is beloved by many, including by yours truly. I, I, the Haunted Mansion, it seems like it's just part of my nerdy DNA. 
But it's also a scary, fun movie. And when I say scary, fun movie, it makes me think of the Disney movies of old that we're not afraid of. Dancing right up to that line of almost too scary, but not quite too scary, and, and, and remaining fun. Scary, fun. That, that right there is a, a label that I love, and unfortunately, we don't see it enough in movies that are targeted to families. Anyhow, like the theme park ride, the film combines zaniness and then truly creepy moments. And there are truly creepy moments in all of the Haunted Mansion attractions, which, again, something that I love about it. It likewise has a lot of heart. The film has some emotional moments that really make an impact. It's a it's a delicate balance, but Justin Simeon pulls it off, and this cast really delivers with this film. So I spoke to him the day after I screened it at an intimate gathering in San Diego, and I should say kind of a surprise gathering. Afterwards, we did have this Haunted Mansion party, which was also pretty awesome, and I'm going to post some video from that party and these kind of sneak peek behind the scenes of a set. I'm going to post those on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Aaron Sagers. Anyhow, when I, was stu- when I was speaking to Justin, you can hear it in my voice. I am clearly, clearly still geeking out about the movie when we chat. And that's because I just had so much fun with this. And I hope you get a chance to go check it out. So let's get to it. Here's Justin Simeon, director of Haunted Mansion, opening in theaters July 28. Justin Simeon, the director of the new Haunted Mansion movie, which is great. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate love it. it. Thank you. Uh, so my first question is, so baby Justin, what's what's the earliest memories you have of the Haunted Mansion? Nine. I was nine years old. I might have been 10, but I think it was nine. And uh, my mom, it was like a goal for her to take me to Disney World one day. And um, I was already pretty obsessed with anything Disney at that time. We drove up to New Orleans, which ironic, uh, but then flew to the Orlando uh, Disney World. And uh, first thing we rode was Haunted Mansion. And um she was terrified, my mother. It also kind of ruined me a little bit, but I was both like uh, scared but entranced. I, I really believed that there was a hitchhiking ghost like walking around with me. I, I couldn't figure out for the life of me how they did it, you know, uh, and and didn't know that that would actually lead to uh, me making this movie, to yeah. be honest. I couldn't even have imagined something like that. Well, I mean, I, I said to you that I grew up in Orlando and Haunted Mansion has always been like very near and dear to yeah. my heart. So when you set out to make this film, were you aware? of the diehard Haunted Mansion fans and fanatics because this has a this has a loyal following. Yes, it does. I, I was very aware of them. I mean, first of all, like, you know, I I I I love fandoms. <laughs> I've been a part of many fandoms, uh, but I was I was pretty much a part of the Haunted Mansion fandom too. You know, I didn't, I didn't necessarily go around collecting everything, but I worked at Disneyland uh, later in life when I was in film school, and uh, Haunted Mansion was the ride that I rode over and over. I was just absolutely obsessed with it. I was absolutely obsessed with the cinema of it. Its use of like production design and sound and like old school, you know, classic effects to sort of like get the mood right and tell the story. Um, So I I was already pretty much a nerd for it, to be honest with you. And uh, I leaned on that a lot. There's nothing worse than 
at least for me, being a nerd for something and it finally gets adapted and you can just tell the people who made it didn't really even care all that much about, you know, the lore and the conversations and the debates and all that. Uh, but, you know, I literally got on TikTok because of this movie because I wanted to see what they were all saying, you know, without their, them knowing about a movie coming out or anything. Just I wanted you to see like where we, where the fandom was at, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and the things that were interesting to them that they were talking about. Well, and the attraction is a visual feast. You know, you you write it many times, and you're always yeah. discovering something new. And I would say the same extends to the Haunted Mansion absolutely, film, absolutely, absolutely. In your film, like I, it's I need to see it to catch everything over and over again. Yeah. But the other thing with the attraction is it's almost like two chapters, but or two themes that are happening simultaneously. You have the spooky vibe and then the playful vibe. And I feel like you really struck that dichotomy with the film. But what's the balance? What's the balance of like tiptoeing right up to scary without going over the line and then keeping the fun within it? Well, I mean, I just I just stole what Walt Disney and the Imagineers were doing. You know, mm-hmm. they decided when they were making the ride and they had the same conversation constantly. Should we make it scary? Should we make it terrifying? Should we make it cutesy? Should we, you know? And they decided like, okay, ultimately it's comedic. Mm-hmm. It's comedic, but it, it's a comedy that takes place in this you know, horror fantasy world. And that's the tack that I took. That's the tack that Katie Dippel, the screenwriter, took. And I was also really inspired because this this movie is set in New Orleans. And um, I, I, independently of this movie, am obsessed with New Orleans culture and, and where, like, jazz comes from and, you know, Cab Calloway. And there is a genre of spooky jazz that kind of existed before the Haunted Mansion was built that clearly informs it. Um, and and all of that you really find in New Orleans, you know, all everywhere you look, the fact that like a funeral is both a time to mourn and like have a crazy never before seen like Mardi Gras level street parade all at the same time tells you the kind of place that is. This is a place that knows how to like sit the highs and the lows of life sort of side by side. And I just leaned into that. It was already there, you know? Yeah. I mean, you have like Louis Armstrong who wrote like, I think at least three songs about ghosts. Absolutely. And, and, and spooky oh, many, things. Yeah, many yeah. songs about yeah. ghosts. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it does make it perfect that the original Haunted Mansion, Disneyland, is set in New Orleans yes. Square. Yes. So was there ever any thought about at any point about setting this anywhere else well i to me new orleans was the place to do it you know and i also felt like new orleans is so often portrayed on film but more like a patina mm-hmm. you know the new orleans that i understand and my family is from louisiana i spent a lot of time in louisiana um it, it's a very black city and it's a very uh, it's a city that is rooted in you know a bunch of different kinds of folks sort of mixing and mingling at a time when that wasn't happening anywhere else in the country you got the spanish you got the french you got you know newly freed slaves you've got people of color who've been free their whole lives you've got all these different people sort of you know bashing into each other basically mm-hmm. and that cacophony is why you get something so great like jazz and, and something so flavorful like gumbo and I don't know to me that that was that makes total sense why you'd said it there there's no way to walk around New Orleans and not kind of believe in ghosts yeah. you know yeah <laughs> oh no it's it's imbued in the, yeah, the it, culture it, it's of New absolutely. Orleans uh, the characters that you have in this film 
it's it's almost like a spooky clue as far as you've got someone that represents every different type but you've got an academic <laughs> a, you know yeah. a, a a man of the cloth you know a scientist all these different characters yeah, yeah, yeah. can you talk a little bit about the formation of this team including rosario dawson and a uh, chase dylan is chase that young dylan. gentleman yeah, yeah wow what a kid talk about the formation of this team that is uh that is dealing with the the ghosts in the haunted mansion well you know this is going to sound like a really highfalutin answer but it's like artistically that's where you got to go right this is a soul retrieval movie that basically when i say soul retrieval movie a lot of haunted house movies are this where you have a protagonist who's a little locked up there's something they can't emotionally move through but they're not going to really think about that they just insert whatever plot device gets them to this you know said haunted house and in that haunted house they encounter all these parts of themselves that they have abandoned that, that they can't really integrate or deal with and one by one they figure out how to integrate them or they don't <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that's kind of the two ways it goes and uh and that's exactly the approach that we took with this film we have lakeith playing this this character ben who you know i related to because he is snarky <laughs> and shady and has like kind of like a people limit you know what i mean like he, he gets a moment and he's like i'm done with people uh but it all kind of is masking some deeper pain. And in order to move through that, he has to actually learn how to hang out and get along with people that really annoy him. But, you know, lucky for us, like really entertain the audience and really entertain me uh, to see them kind of clash into each other. Uh, so a lot of that was really intentional. We really thought about like, OK, what part of of Ben is Gabby? You know, mm-hmm. what part of Ben is uh, Kent? What part of Ben, uh, you know, wants to be like Danny DeVito? And and how do we get this guy to kind of interact with him in a way? Way where he slowly lets them into his life. Well, and what I really commend you about within the film is that you have the playful, you have the scary, but you also really go into this kind of exploration of grief, grief and death, without it overwhelming the entire yeah. affair. Can you kind of speak to that a little bit and why that was important to actually go there? Because it's so easy to have avoided that. Absolutely. Well, I was really inspired, frankly, by Disney movies. I actually grew up on these movies, and I remember seeing Snow White, and I remember seeing Bambi, and I remember seeing Pinocchio and being, like, a little traumatized by the experience because those movies go there. And even, like, the recent canon, like, you you know, the death of Mufasa is intense, you guys. (laughs) Okay? Ariel, like, suddenly becoming human and having to swim to her life up to the surface before she... Like, that's really intense intense stuff and those movies kind of stick to our bones and stick with us as we grow up because they're not afraid to go there you know kids aren't dumb they know the world is a wild place and they know that pretty early on and I felt I felt like you know let's not gaslight the children like let's let them know what the world is really made of but then also let them know that on the other side of that is well you can find a family you can you can gather the courage you can find your way through something and that's how you tell a real story that's appropriate for kids but is a, a meaningful story for a adults too well it harken back to like old school scary disney like something yeah. wicked this way comes exactly. where you can be spooky you can be scary but it's still you're gonna make it out on the other side exactly um i know we're wrapping up but a couple just quick hits for you sure. first off uh i don't know was the set haunted did you encounter any actual uh spirits spooks specters I, I welcome them man you know i got real woo on this one I, I bought crystals for everyone in the cast i had crystals like around my director's chair i was i was asking the, the spirits to come through and, and help us out 
because making a movie is pretty hard. So Did it, I? yeah, and, and the ghosts, you know, they, they don't have a union yet. So you, you know, they 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 they're very generous with their time. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I I, I was too uh, I was too in my stress response to notice whether or not ghosts were actually around. But again, I my family is from Louisiana, so I grew up with ghost stories that were yeah. not meant to scare you. They were meant to tell you a factual account of what happened. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? So uh, when you grow up that way, uh, it, it all kind of lives together. It, it, at least in my head, in my very strange head. I mean, I think this film is going to be a hit, so I think everybody's going to want to know. There's a lot of other Haunted Mansion properties out there. Have you thought about stories for the other ones? Of course. I mean, you do this, you inhale it. I, I can't turn it off, you know? And even watching the movie last night at the screening, I'm like, oh, that could be an interesting way into there and there and there. And I grew up with worlds, you know, like story worlds, you know, X-Men and Star Trek and these things that are so cool because the story in front of you is great, but you get the sense that there's all these other things going on just outside the frame. So listen, I mean, if, if there's a great screenplay and everybody wants to play again hey i'm here i'm here all right and finally favorite ghosts from the haunted mansion i feel like i should quantify you can't say hat box okay. okay by far mariner ghost is my favorite ghost mariner ghost is my absolute favorite ghost i don't know why i, I couldn't tell you why but like nautical themed things are always like catching my eye and i was always obsessed with that ghost and so i love that like he played such a a, a, a nice kind of runner and arc throughout the whole movie um who doesn't love miss hatchaway you know like uh, just a woman who takes charge of her life and and sort of like you know removes the heads of the men who, who wrong her uh, I think she's amazing, and I also love I love the the sort of like non ghost ghosts. Like I love the uh, the Raven uh, with the one eye. I've got a little Raven I pin that, here. Yeah. Um, I love uh, I love the Candleman that is uh, in the Museum of the Weird uh, that Raleigh Crump designed for the original Haunted Mansion, but didn't quite make it. You see a you see like maybe his son <laughs> yeah. in, in our movie for just a little bit. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, I love the I love the Cannon ghost, but I also I like the deep cut ghosts. Yeah, you uh, man. You, you really hit it all. It's like a combination of uh, homage, a lot of freshness. It's It works all around. So. Awesome. I appreciate that. Hey, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you finally making this film yeah. because I'm excited. So, uh, Justin, I know you got to go, but thank you so much for hanging out with thank me. Thank you, and, uh, man. I appreciate you know, it. I always say to people... Be kind, stay spooky, and keep it weird. I will, man. That's what I say to you. You ain't got to worry about me. I'm going to keep it weird. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, sir. And that was Justin Simeon, director of Haunted Mansion, the new movie opening July 28, inspired by the Disneyland theme park attraction. As I previously mentioned, really enjoyed this film. As someone who clearly enjoys a ghost story, I mean, after all, it's, it's what I do, talking about spooky stories. But also, since I grew up in Orlando with the Haunted Mansion, the Haunted Mansion is like a spooky mecca of sorts to me. So, this movie had a high bar to clear, and clear it, it did. So, are you going to go see Haunted Mansion when it opens this week? Let me know. Uh, I'd love to hear your take. Here to know what, what you think about the movie. Did it match your expectations? In fact, I just want to hear from you. I just want to Send me an email. Talk to me. If you have stories you'd like to share of the strange and unusual, email us at TalkingStrange at denofgeek.com, and I will read them in an upcoming episode. Better yet, you can record the story and submit it, and I will play it on an upcoming episode. Or you can offer me suggestions on guests or topics, and just, you know, let's chat. You can ask me questions about me. No holds barred. Anything is up for grabs. Hit me up. Talking Strange at denofgeek.com.
www.talkingstrange.com. And this has been Talking Strange. I'm your host, Aaron Sagers, and until next time, be kind, stay spooky, and keep it weird. Talking Strange is a part of the Den of Geek Network, available wherever you listen to other podcasts. If you like what we're doing, share Talking Strange with your friends and fellow spooky nerds. And please, subscribe, rate, and leave a nice review. If you have a strange or paranormal story you would like to share with us, please email talkingstrange at denofgeek.com for a chance to have it read on a future episode. For video episodes of Talking Strange, check out twitch.tv slash denofgeektv and youtube.com slash denofgeekus. And please follow at TalkStrangePod on Twitter and at Aaron Sagers on Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon for more paranormal pop culture content. Mm-hmm.